You're listening to All the Backlist, a weekly show about books that are not new. I'm your host, Liberty Hardy, and I'm little in the middle, but I've got much backlist. This is episode 21, and today I'm going to talk about a few great titles related to the week's new releases and more. So hello, happy Friday. It's not actually Friday when I'm recording this, but I'm pretending, just like I'm pretending this is my first take and I didn't have to start over because the cat was screaming to get out of the office. But moving on, let me tell you about today's sponsor. It's Where Girl and Chimera by C.D. Bell. Where Girl is a linear young adult trilogy starring Nessa Curland, a high school junior who is bitten by a wolf and transforms. It was called the must-read YA book of the month by Teen Vogue. And Chimera is a Where Girl novel that continues the story of Nessa Curland. And it was said to be a werewolf book that helps you understand what it is to be human by forward reviews who gave it five stars. Created by a talented team of six female writers and inspired by the working tradition of television writers, C.D. Bell is a Choose co-author pseudonym developed with teen author Kathleen David Bell, who has written I Remember You, among other novels for young adults. Choose Co. publishes the Choose Your Own Adventure series. They have sold over 10 million copies since the series relaunched in 2006. The Were Girl trilogy is Choose Co.'s first foray into full-length, non-interactive young adult fiction. So again, it is Were Girl and Chimera by C.D. Bell, and we thank them for sponsoring. Now, let's talk about some books that came out this week. Uh, huge, huge day, November 7th. Um, one of the great ones was Bonfire by Kristen Ritter. You might know her as Jessica Jones from Marvel. She was also on Breaking Bad and Veronica Mars. She's fabulous. And it got me thinking about books written by authors, specifically or excuse me, books written by actors, not authors. They would, or they are the authors, yes. Um, there have been a lot of actors that have written novels. Uh, Steve Martin, Ethan Hawke, Tyra Banks, Hilary Duff. Um, and I thought of a few that I have enjoyed that I thought you might like to hear about. The first one being The Gun Seller by Hugh Laurie. Um, you might know him from Black Adder or House. I never saw House. I don't know how that happened. I never saw House. But uh, this actually, this book is actually like 20 years old now. Um, it's a spy spoof, a take on the, the spy novel about a very polite assassin. He would rather um, have a cuppa and be nice and get along with the people he's supposed to take care of. Um, it's just kind of a, a funny, you know, very English look at, at assassins. Um, there's also Mycroft Holmes by Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. And at seven feet, two inches, he's possibly the tallest Holmesian in the world. Um, if you didn't know, Kareem is a huge, huge Sherlock Holmes fanatic and also like crazy off the charts smart. Um, he's just so fascinating. But he wrote this novel. It's the untold story of Sherlock's older brother, Mycroft. And this one, he goes on an adventure which involves blood-sucking spirits in Trinidad. And then there is Postcards from the Edge, which was Carrie Fisher's first novel. Um, so, so funny. She's written several novels. This was her first, and it's a very thinly veiled story of her life. Um, it's about a, an actress and her mom, who is also an actress, and it's a, the main character has, you know, some problems with her career, and she gets involved in drugs, and she has some troubles with men, and her mom is making her crazy and always trying to steal the spotlight. Um, it was made into a movie with Meryl Streep and Shirley MacLaine. Um, it's so good, so good. The movie's good, the book's good. Um, but not her best title. I think that Carrie's best title has to be Delusions of Grandma. Um, such a great one. And she's just, everything she, she wrote was hilarious. You know, both novels and memoirs. Um, and 
Moving on to something very serious and not at all funny. This week, the Great Halifax Explosion, a World War I story of treachery, tragedy, and extraordinary heroism by John Bacon was released. We're coming up on the 100th anniversary of the Halifax disaster, and it brought to mind one of my very favorite nonfiction history books called Curse of the Narrows, the Halifax Disaster of 1917. And like I was saying, uh, oh, and that's by Laura McDonald. Can't forget her name. Laura McDonald. Um, on December 6, 1917, a munitions ship in the harbor in Nova Scotia exploded. The explosion was so great that they would later study it uh, in use for the atom bomb. And so this ship exploded. It leveled pretty much everything around it. Not one of the 12,000 buildings within a 16-mile radius was untouched. And the explosion caused a tidal wave which washed over the the whole town. 1,600 people were killed. 6,000 more were injured. And then, on top of that, they had, like, a record blizzard that evening. So not only was all this land and all leveled and all these people injured, but then they were covered in snow and no one could find them. It's crazy. It's a crazy amount of history and just heroism. And the medical breakthroughs that resulted in the the operations that they had to perform, you know, with no electricity and no light and in the snow, um, really advanced things in in medical history. <laughs> I lost my words. <laughs> and um, yeah, so so medical doctor doctor stuff. Um, so again, that's <laughs> Curse of the Narrows. And in some other sciencey sort of realm. There is Spineless, The Science of Jellyfish and the Art of Growing a Spine by Julia Berwald. Uh, Rebecca talks a little bit about this on all the books. It's a fabulous book. And another book that we have mentioned, I think, on all the books that we both love is Preparing the Ghost by Matthew Frank. It's about Moses Harvey. He was the first man to photograph a giant squid. And this was in 1874. Like, that is some hard doing. And he was just absolutely obsessed with, with seeing a giant squid and getting a photograph of it. And this is sort of Frank's own interest in giant squid combined with his interest in Moses Harvey. Plus there are facts, like fascinating facts, and there's lists, and it's super nerdy and really awesome. And another awesome, awesome person has a book out this week. I love John Banville. I love John Banville. I would take a bullet for John Banville. I would prefer not to, but I would. His book, Mrs. Osmond, is out this week, and it is a sort of, not continuation, but sort of not retelling, but also original uh, look at Isabel Archer from Portrait of a Lady. He sort of follows a bit of her story and then goes off into a story of his own with her. Um, he's fantastic. I love him. And he has an, an another personality he writes mysteries under the name Benjamin Black, which n no one can explain to me, like, really well why that is. Because they say right in the book, John Banville writing as Benjamin Black, which doesn't seem like much of a mystery, and I don't know why he does that. Um, so if anyone knows, please tell me. Um, but his mystery novels, so, so, so good. Um, they're about a pathologist named Quirk, and they take place in Ireland in the 1950s. The first one is called Christine Falls. There's six of them in the series, I believe. Plus, he's written a couple other books under Benjamin Black now. Um, there's so much less about the mystery than they are about the place and the time and the people. 
and he's just an incredible writer, whether he's writing as John Banville or Benjamin Black. And another great book out this week was All Those Explosions Were Someone Else's Fault. Probably my favorite title of the year. That's such a great title. It's by James Allen Gardner, and it's like this alternate earth where monsters and superheroes are both real. And it made me think of Soon I Will Be Invincible by Austin Grossman, uh, which is a great super villain novel about Dr. Impossible. He is imprisoned. He's been captured and thwarted, and he's sort of looking back on his life and how did he get to be, you know, the super villain and how is somebody this smart, you know, now stuck in a prison. So while he's planning his escape, he sort of looks back on his life. Um, Austin Grossman also wrote that book last year that was Crooked, in which Richard Nixon is actually a monster fighter, um, which is awesome. And yeah, uh, Soon I Will Be Invincible was actually the first professional review I ever wrote several years ago. And um, I spoke dolphin to Austin Grossman when I met him because I was so excited. Um, and so anyway, uh, moving on to today's dealer's choice. There's a book out this week called Jade City by Fonda Lee. Um, it's sort of like the Godfather with Kung Fu and magic. That was the pitch that it, that sent it was sent to my house, and I was like, yes, please. And it's so great and very not even all that closely related, other than mob. Um, made me think of the Pritzy's Honor books by Richard Condon, which I read. Okay, so I read these when I was ten, so I'm just gonna say that right now. I have not read them since then, so I can't really speak to the content. But I know that I was 10 years old and I read them and I loved them all. Um, the first one is called Pritzy's Honor. And it's about a guy named Charlie Partana. He is the lieutenant for the Pritzies, who are New York City's most powerful mafia family. Um, and Charlie falls for a woman named Irene. She is a contract killer for the mob. But she also cheated the Pritzy family out of a lot of money. Like so much money that that she's not going to get away with her life if they have anything to do with it. And so now Charlie must decide where his loyalty lies. Is it with Irene or is it with the Pritzy family? And there's three books in this series. It's so, so great. The first one was made into a movie with Jack Nicholson and Kathleen Turner and Angelica Houston, who won an Oscar for it, and William Hickey, who is Dr. Finkelstein. So that's rad. Um, I just, I loved them. And I still can remember them and still think about them fondly. And I hope that they're not too horribly problematic because they were so good. Like, nobody talks about Richard Condon anymore. And he was fantastic. He also wrote a little thing called The Manchurian Candidate. So he's great. Anyway, that brings me to the end of the show. That's it for this week, book lovers. Thank you to today's sponsor, Wear Girl and Chimera by C.D. Bell. Once again... I want to remind you, for a chance to win $500 to the bookstore of your choice, go to bookriot.com slash bookstore giveaway to enter. You have until November 26th to do that. You can also find a list of the books I mentioned today in the show notes by visiting bookriot.com slash all the books. If you're a fan of all the books and you want to give us a treat, you can leave a rating or review on Apple Podcasts. It helps other book lovers to find us. If you want to talk about books or see pictures of my books or my cats, Steinbeck and Malay, you can catch me on Twitter at Miss Liberty on Litzy Under Liberty, and on Instagram at Franzen Comes Alive. I'll be back on Tuesday with my better half, Rebecca Shinsky, and all the books. <gasps> no, it'll be Jen Northington. I lied. I'll be back on Tuesday with Jen Northington and all the books to tell you about the week's great new releases. So have a great weekend, kittens, and happy reading.